Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 140, The Glimmer Effect. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you love listening to your favorite podcast. Why don't you check me out at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. Now let's pop in our earbuds and let's take a ride together. Thank you so much for joining me today for The Glimmer Effect. This potty is about motivating you and helping you evolve into your future. So let's evolve together. What does the word glimmer bring to mind when you think of the word? Maybe the glimmer in someone's eye. Maybe it's a glimmer of hope. The glimmer of a holiday light. Or maybe it's that subtle glimmer of someone's sequin dress that places its glow onto the wall from those sequins. Glimmer. Okay. It's a common word we hear it used throughout people's lives. But let's look at what Merriam-Webster says the word glimmer means as a definition. To shine faintly or unsteadily, to give off a subdued, unsteady reflection to appear indistinctly with a faintly luminous quality, a dim perception or faint idea, like a glimmer of hope. So I recently came across the word glimmer, not the glimmer effect, but the word glimmer, when I was on social media. And this is a poem by an unknown artist, writer, and I just wanted to share it with you because... Well, it got me thinking about the glimmer effect and how we can incorporate it into our lives to help us evolve into the future. So here's the poem by an unknown writer. Today I learned about a term called a glimmer, which is the opposite of a trigger. Glimmers are those moments in your day that make you feel joy, happiness, peace, or gratitude. Once you train your brain to be on the lookout for glimmers, these tiny moments will appear more and more. Beautiful, right? Gosh, I just love that that whole thought process of glimmers in the world and around us. But he also mentioned trigger, that a glimmer was the opposite of a trigger. So let's talk about a trigger a little bit. Triggers are things that come from trauma, sadness, grief, unhappy moments, unsettled moments in our lives. It's something that sets us off, that brings us back to that particular time and place. It triggers that emotion, those feelings. Excuse me. The best way for me personally to give you an idea of a trigger is my own personal one. Now, I live in the town of Parkland, Florida. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School was the high school that had the mass shooting in 2018 on Valentine's Day. My daughter's also an alumni from the school. What is my trigger? No matter where I am, whether it's on U.S. soil, foreign soil, on a boat, wherever, when I hear a helicopter it's my trigger. Why? Because that day and the few days after, but mostly that day of the shooting, 
the helicopters were all over the skies. And when you walked out or in your house, all you could hear was the sound of these helicopters, first trying to find the killer, and then all the media and the kids trying to be evacuated from the school. Okay, you get the picture. So no matter where I am, when I hear a helicopter, I'm brought right back to February 14th, 2018. And all the trauma and the fears and the sadness and the realization of what actually happened a mile away from my home, how families were destroyed. And so those helicopters are my trigger. What triggers you? I know you have them. No matter what life situations you've had, something will trigger you. Sometimes it can even be that you had a relationship with somebody, friend, family, lover, and they're no longer in your life. But yet you vaguely see someone out of the corner of your eye who you immediately think is that person. And it becomes a trigger. And you start to feel all those emotions, anger, sadness, anxiety, whatever that is. You now realize that that person is not the person you're thinking of. But that individual who looked like that person triggered you to bring back all those emotions and feelings that you felt about that person in your relationship. You're starting to get the idea of what a trigger is. So now the glimmer is the opposite. The glimmer is events and things that remind you of happy times. The glimmer is looking for the positive, the sparkle in the world that's around you. I know you're saying to yourself, okay, so, so is we don't tap into the glimmer effect enough. You know, when we're walking somewhere, we're walking with a destination. We're walking with an objective to get from one place to the other. When you're walking with that intention, you're not looking at the world around you. You're watching ahead of you getting to your destination. Yet so much is going on around you and you're not really paying attention to it. Your eyes may be glazing over it, but you're not really looking at it because you're trying to get to your destination. Now let's go back to the poem for a moment. It talks about triggers, right? We talked about that. And how you can turn that around and look for the glimmer. And the more you look for the glimmer, the more you'll see. The more your mood will be elevated, the peace, the beauty, the hope, instead of the sadness and the despair that a trigger can cause. So how do we go about that? Well, let's talk about our brain for a moment. Our brain is a muscle. And muscles need work and exercise to maintain their strength and their abilities. And as we use our muscles, like in workout, the muscles get bigger, they remember, and they grow through use of them. And so by using your brain and training your brain to look for a glimmer, you're expanding, you're counterbalancing that negative trigger. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you're training your brain 
You're exercising your brain to look for the glimmers. Kind of like that, right? So I want you to do an exercise with me right now. Look up from your computer or your smartphone, wherever you're listening to this podcast, and look up for a moment. I get anxiety just talking about it. I mean, the way we sit at our computers and stare at our phones so much. So look, close your computer if you need to, or just look away from it. And I want you to look and find the first thing that catches your eye. Maybe you're sitting in an office right now. And normally when you look up from your computer or your phone, all you see is the hustle and bustle, people in their cubicles moving around. Well, this time when you look up from your computer, the first thing I want you to notice is maybe that coworker with a smile on their face. So where you are now, what do you see that's beauty? might be struggling a little bit. Take a deep breath in. Do a breathing exercise of three deep breaths in and out and in and out and in and out. Now focus. What do you see that's beauty in front of you? Maybe it's just a window in the distance with a tree waving in the wind. That's a glimmer. Maybe you see two people off in a corner talking and laughter and watching them laugh. That's a glimmer. Maybe you're outside right now and you're stopping and you're looking up and you're watching the birds fly in the sky. That's a glimmer. Our brains in this society with the hustle and the bustle and the nonstop, we don't give ourselves enough time to look at the glimmer. And I think you notice this a lot if you take vacations. And why vacations other than they're away from home, they're with family or friends, there's no work, is because you now have the time to see the beauty in things. And your senses are so heightened when you're away. And you feel such a sense of peace and beauty and hope and relief. And then you come back to your life and all of a sudden you're back in that hustle and bustle and not seeing the beauty and not having your senses heightened because we're so focused on that goal, that accomplishment of taking care of our families and our homes and our work life that the glimmer takes a side seat where it should be in the driver's seat. So how are you going to train your brain? You're not going to like what I'm about to say because it's going to take a little bit of work, but everything takes work. Every goal that you want to attain takes work. And here we're here to evolve. So to evolve, we must put the work in. So you've got a smartphone or a smartwatch. Let's say from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep, I want you to set a little alarm on your watch or your phone. It can be quiet, especially if you're at work. And what is that alarm for? It's to remind you for one every hour from the time you wake up 
to the time you go to sleep. So let's say it's 10 hours. 10 times in the day, you're going to stop for one to five minutes. You're going to look up from your computer, your phone, cooking at home, at your kid's ballet class, if you're in a college lecture class, and you're going to stop, even if you're taking a walk, because your walk is about the exercise. You're not thinking about your surroundings. You're going to stop. And you're going to look for the glimmer. You're going to look for the beauty that surrounds you. And sometimes it may be hard, but you're searching and you're looking. You're stopping that habit of glazing over. You're beginning to look at specifics, details. And this trains our brain to look for the glimmer. And after you do this for a week or two weeks, and I know it may feel a little bit monotonous, but remember, it's like that exercise and building those muscles. We need to build the brain muscle. And what will happen is when you're sitting at that desk at work and you stop for a minute and you look up from your computer, immediately you're going to see glimmer. You're not going to see the hustle bustle. You're not going to see your coworker stressed out in the corner, papers flying everywhere, whatever, people running and moving and people sitting in a conference room with a very important conference going on. You're not going to see that stuff. You're going to see the glimmer. You're going to see somebody walking with a glimmer in their eye. You're going to see somebody enjoying maybe their work. Look for the glimmer. Maybe it's a picture on the wall. Or maybe your coworker just got flowers sent to them by someone and the flowers are sitting on the desk. They've probably been sitting there for a few days and you haven't even noticed them. But when you start to incorporate the glimmer effect into your life, you start to change your brain. It's that glass half full, half empty theory, right? Well, here we're looking at the glass half full. And I don't care if you were in a glass half empty person before. We're going to change that around because that's part of evolving. Looking at the glass half full. I bet you that even feels good to say. Because it gives you hope and peace and beauty that you can evolve with the glimmer effect. Now go back to that poem written by Unknown. And I bet you you see that poem differently now, don't you? And in those few short sentences or verses, he takes you on a journey or she takes you on a journey or they take you on a journey of thinking about a trigger thinking about a glimmer as being opposite of that trigger, counterbalancing it, half glass, half full, not empty. And how you, if you look for the glimmer, you will continuously see glimmers that will bring you beauty, hope, and peace. What a beautiful theory. What a beautiful mindset. What a great way to cope. Costs no money. It just costs your effort and your time and your knowledge and your insight. 
and wanting to put something into yourself. Life goes by way too fast. I don't need to tell you that. And when we don't stop and look for the glitter and the glimmer and those sequins and those sparkles, well, life passes by just as fast, but we don't have the specifics, the memories, the, the specifics of what happened in our lives. Have you ever had somebody in your life where they remember something so unbelievable from when you're young and you go, I don't remember that. And then you're having another conversation with them somewhere down the road and they talk about something that and you're like, I don't remember that. Do you remember doing this? I don't remember that. Don't you remember someone? No, I don't remember that. That's part of us going through the motions of life. The person who was remembering all these things, it's not just about them having a great memory, and they may. It's about that during those things, they took the time to look at the details, the smells, the sights, the feel, the sounds, to embrace themselves like when on a vacation where you, you take it all in, you're, you have the time, and that particular person noticed the details where you kind of were just in the moment and weren't noticing the details. It doesn't mean that your memory is any less than theirs. It's just that at that time, they were looking for those details. So don't you want to be that person that in 10 years from now who goes, remember when? Because you stopped. You slowed yourself down. You didn't always look at the negative or glance over things. You started to look at the details, the beauty, the beauty in minute things and the memories that it will create for you, especially when you are experiencing a trigger. To have those glimmer moments to counterbalance the trigger is such a great coping mechanism. And that's the next phase you take the glimmer effect into. When you have those triggers and you feel yourself getting worked up, well then your brain is trained at that moment to look for the glimmer, the glimmer effect. You don't need those sequin dresses. You don't need to look in someone else's eye for the glimmer because I bet right now you have the glimmer in your own eye. What a glorious feeling that is to know that from this point on, your life can be more clear, more emotions, more heightened, feelings more heightened, sounds more heightened, smells and tastes more heightened, the things you touch, because you're stopping and you're noticing the way things feel and the things that smell. When you have that intention of walking from one place to the other, let's say the subway to your job, slow it down a little bit. Look at the people around you, the sounds, the laughter, the smell, the glimmer that surrounds you no matter where you are. There's glimmer to be found. So it's time to use that great muscle that sits on top of those shoulders of yours to train it to look for the glimmer. And when someone says, when you're looking at something, why do you have a smile on your face? Well, it's the glimmer effect. And let me tell you about how you can make glimmer in your own life. You might even tell them it's like your magic. You have this Tinkerbell, your own little Tinkerbell. You know, Tinkerbell has her wand 
and she sprinkles the pixie dust everywhere. Well, once you've realized and known and have the glimmer effect in your life, you can become someone else's Tinkerbell. Wave your wand and sprinkle that pixie dust and so that they begin to have the glimmer in their eye, the glimmer effect in their lives. You can pass this on, this learned experience. Maybe they need a little assistance and it might feel great for you to say, I've incorporated this and it's really changed my life. And it just has such a nice sound to it, the glimmer effect, the sparkle in your life, the sparkle in your eye, the sparkle in the world around you. Thank you so much for joining me at Wide Open Spaces with Elise. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. Go out and explore all the wide open spaces in your world and listen for my new series, Listen and Evolve with Me. You can check it out at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. And until next time, my friends, thank you for listening to this potty and ciao.